It's 9 o'clock on Monday, the um, 9th day of January, 2012. The Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, is now in session. This is November 7, November Mike Delta, November 7, November Mike Delta, your net control. My name is Dan. Before I proceed, is there any emergency or priority traffic for the net? Okay, hearing none. Every Monday night, the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, meets for training and exercise in the public service communication arts. Someone has to be ready. This net is dedicated to addressing that challenge. The Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, also activates during threats or emergencies affecting Maricopa County. So when the trouble strikes in Maricopa County, tune here. This net is an activity, not a separate organization. We don't recruit people from their chosen organization, so go join the public service organization of your choice and come here to learn, hone your skills, and exercise your equipment. All are welcome here. The only requirement is a radio, a license to use it on the net, and an interest in using both for the benefit of others. We expect to make mistakes and learn from them. Old grumps and sorry attitudes don't belong here. This frequency is hereby a can-do how-to zone. This is November 7, November Mike Delta, net control for tonight. The Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, is held on Mount Ord, figures 146.902, negative offset, and the Shaw Butte figures 147.24, positive offset, linked repeaters. Both repeaters require a figures 162.2 hertz tone. Thanks to the good guys of the Arizona Repeater Association for authorizing us to use these repeaters. Any stations that cannot, re cannot reach this repeater should try transmitting on simplex on the output frequency of the repeater. Wait for the repeater to stop transmitting before you transmit. Any stations that hear someone that net control cannot hear should notify me or alternate net control with the word relay. In the event that the repeater fails, we will use simplex on the Shaw Butte frequency, figures 147.24 simplex. This is November 7, November Mike Delta, net control. I need to volunteer for alternate net control, and um, earlier, I believe James had volunteered. Are you on frequency, James? I am. This is Kilo Box 7, Papa Oscar Hotel. Great. Good to hear you on. Um, please confirm that you received the email I sent you um, with the link to the Google Doc. I have not yet, but I do have a notepad and pen ready to go. KF7POH. Okay. Um, do you, well, check your email. It should be there shortly. I have not received it back, but that works for me. Um, so assume tactical call sign alternate net control. And um, you did talk to me about your email. So let's continue on with our topic. Let's continue on with uh, taking check-ins. 
Um, tonight we're going to take check-ins um, by area, by in the Phoenix area, and we'll take them three at a time. And James, if you could uh, copy, I'll handle the uh, the traffic, and then midway through we'll, we can switch. That, uh, please confirm my instructions. Hi, copy that uh, we'll be taking by area three at a time, and then halfway through we'll shell switch. This is Alternate Air Control, KF7POH. Okay, stations, please come uh, three at a time, um, please, and I will um, we'll follow up with the... Um, no, let's, let's do it this way. Come three at a time, and I will respond, and then give your call sign, name, location, and your favorite handheld microphone accessory. I repeat, your favorite handheld microphone accessory. Um, go ahead with uh, your call sign three at a time, please. K7SRV Guy Phoenix. Microphone accessory, uh, I'm not sure. Let me break in here. Um, first off, let's just come in with our call signs, and I'll follow up with the um, information later on. Uh, please come in your call signs now. This is November 7, November Mike Delta. K7 SRV Guide. Kilo, Foxtrot 7, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Kilo, Foxtrot 7, Mike, Mike, X-Ray. Okay, I copy KB7, SRB, and KF7, CCC, and KF7, MMX. The next three, um, let's do this uh, West Valley first. I forgot to include that information. West Valley first, please. N7LQK Mobile. Correction, call sign. Okay, go ahead with the correction. It's Kilo 7, Sam, Robert, Victor. Got it corrected on Guy. Kill 7 0, uh, Roger Victor. Um, next, uh, next three, please come. Uh, West Valley. Whiskey 7, Kilo Mike Golf. November. Kilo Fox 7, November Lima X ray. November 7, Lima Quebec Kilo Mobile. Yeah, I believe, I need um, uh, some fill there with KF7 um, question mark November X-ray and the last station please come again. Kilo Foxtrot 7 November Lima X-ray. 
and November 7, Lima, Quebec, Kilo, Mobile, doubled. Roger, I got those. Um, let me grab a pen here. And um, next three, West Valley. November 7, November Tango Mike, mobile. KF7, IVQ. Kilo, Foxtrot 7, India, Victor, Quebec. Whiskey 9, Hotel, Mike, Juliet. Okay, I've got N7 NTM and KF7 IQV and W9 Hotel, Mike, Juliet. Uh, next three, please. Maricopa County. Uh, three at a time, please. Info. Info, go ahead. You doubled with a station who had a correction and he won. WB4 is at KA. was for Kilo Foxtrot 7, KF7, that's India, Victor, Quebec. So it's KF7, IVQ. Okay, Roger, Roger, I've got you, the, I've got your call correctly now. Um, next station, please. Next three stations, Central Phoenix. Bravo 7, Uniform Lima Whiskey. Kilo, Foxtrot 7, Romeo Echo Oscar. Kilo, Foxtrot 7, Romeo Echo Mike. Okay, I copy uh, WB7ULW and KF7 Romeo Echo Mike, uh, Romeo Echo Oscar and KF7 Romeo Echo Mike. Um, good to see, hear you guys on. On next three stations, Central Phoenix. Um, East Maricopa County, um, you know, Mesa, Chandler, and all them guys out there. Uh, three at a time, please. Kilo, Foxtrot, 7, November, Bravo, Echo, Tempe. 
Whiskey Bravo 4 Zulu Kilo Alpha. Kilo Mike 3 November. Kilo Bravo 7, Yankee Echo Bravo. For Bravo Echo, uh, WB4ZKA, and Kilo Mike 3 November. Um, any further stations? Kilo Bravo 7, Yankee Echo Bravo. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Oscar Juliet Papa. Kilo Echo 7, Whiskey Hotel Echo. Okay, I got uh, KB7 YED, KF7 OJB, Oscar Juliet Papa, and Kilo Echo 7 Whiskey Hotel Echo. Uh, uh, any, um, any further stations East Valley? Please come now, three at a time. November 7, Papa Sierra Whiskey. Okay, uh, November 7, Papa Sierra Whiskey. I've got you down. Um, any, um, any further stations from anywhere at all, uh, Maricopa County or otherwise? K1 Lima, Papa India. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Romeo Whiskey Tango. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Romeo Charlie Sierra, West Valley. I copied uh, K1 LPI, and I need a fill for uh, Kill Foxtrot 7 Romeo question mark question mark. Please come again. Kilo Foxtrot 7 Romeo Whiskey Tango. Okay, Roger, we got you in there, um, and I've got uh, KF7 RCS. Um, anything further from anywhere at all? Okay, hearing them. Um, alternate that control. Did you, uh, can you, uh, go ahead and see if there's anybody else out there that, um, or any fills or anything like that? Can you go ahead and make a call, please? This is KF7 POH, your alternate net control, uh, calling for any last or late check-ins with your uh, name and FCC call sign. Come now, three at a time, please. Hearing none, I'll go ahead and turn it back over to you, Net Control. 
This is KF7POH, Alfred Internet Control. Okay, Roger, Roger. Um, I think real quick we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna run through half the call signs, and we're gonna. Um, if you could give me your call sign, your name, your location, and your favorite handheld microphone accessory. Um, and I'll repeat your call sign, name, location, and your favorite handheld accessory. Um, we'll start out with uh, K7SRV. Um, go ahead with the, your info, please. K7SRV, uh, Guy, uh, Northeast Central Phoenix, favorite microphone accessory. Uh, the clip on it. K7SRE back to net control. Query. Yeah, K7SRV we uh, acknowledge. Uh, query, go ahead. Dan, I hate to sound um, uneducated, I guess, the proper phrase, but can you elaborate more on what you're looking for as far as favorite handheld microphone accessory? Yeah, I will briefly. Um, tonight is about um, uh, confidential information. And so when you're on the field and you have all these choices of all these um, microphone accessories we could use, which one do you find um, helps you the most? We'll start with that. Um, and KF7CCC, uh, go ahead. KF7CCC, Andrew, Tempe. I guess I'll say uh, the uh, smartphone with uh, PSK31 encoding on it, KF7CCC. Okay, we can do that. Um, KF7, um, Mike, Mike, X-Ray, go ahead. KF7, MMX, name is Adam in Northeast Phoenix. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, an earbud or a standard earpiece. KF7, MMX. Okay, roger, roger. Um, and I, we are going to have a drill. Um, alternate and control, can you continue on? Because I've lost some of the call signs here. I copy that. This is KF7PH, or alternate net control. Uh, we'll go ahead and head down the list. Next will be N7, LQK. N7, LQK. Donna, Glendale, and I guess the cord that attaches the microphones to the radio. N7, LQK. I copy that, thank you. Next is W7KMG. Steve, I'm in Peoria in uh, AA uh, battery packs, W7KMG. I copy that, thank you. KF7 NLX. Todd, North Phoenix. 
the uh, mic input and uh, it allows me to use a uh, headset boom mic combination. KF7 NLX. I copy that. Thank you. Next is N7 NTM. Dennis Glendale, and I'm going to say an earphone, N7NTM. I copy that, thank you. Next is KF7IBQ. KF7IVQ, uh, my name is Richard, and I'm in Deer Valley, and I have a FT60 Yesu, and I have a adapter, and my favorite uh, headset adapter for that is an interface that allows me to go to my laptop, where I have the soundboard input so I can record information. When my memory doesn't work quite right, I can replay it. I copy that, thank you. And next is W9HMJ. Larry, North Phoenix, and a reverse SMA to SO239. W9HMJ. I copy that, thank you. That finishes up all the West Valley area contacts, and I will check back with the net control to see if uh, he's ready to take it back over. This is KF7POH. Okay, Roger, Roger, and copy. Um, let's see here. Um, I, I have next, um, uh, let's see. Because I lost half the call signs, and this is what um, why we have drills like this, so we can practice and see what goes wrong. So, um, WB7 ULW, did you already give your report? Please come. Uh, negative. Okay, let's start with you. Go ahead with your information. Glenn, Phoenix, uh, also earphone. WB7, ULW. Roger, Glenn, we got you there. Um, Kilofox 7, Romeo, Echo, Oscar. Um, go ahead with your information, please. Emily, Anthem, I have no favorite accessory. KF7, REEO. Okay, Roger, Emily. Um, KF7, Romeo Echo Mike, go ahead with your info, please. Rick, Anthem, and no accessories. KF7, REM. Roger, Roger. No problem at all. Um, Kilofox 7, November Bravo Echo, uh, go ahead, please. Kilo Foxtrot 7, November Bravo Echo. Uh, name is Paul in Tempe. 
And mine also is the single muff headset with the boom mic. Kilo Foxtrot 7, November Bravo Echo. Okay, Roger, Roger. Uh, WB4, ZKA, please come. Mike Chandler, the not pushed to talk button. WB4, ZKA. Excellent, Mike. Um, Kilo Mike 7, whoa. Kilo Mike 3 November. Um, please come. And Southeast Chandler, and I prefer a handheld mic that has sufficient additional controls to manipulate the radio. Kilo Mike 3 November. Roger, Roger. You got that down. Uh, KB7 YED, please come. Uh, for a handheld, I prefer a single ear uh, headset uh, earpiece so that I can hear what's going on around me. KB7 YED. Okay, Roger. Um, Kilo Fox 7, Oscar Juliet Papa, please come. Deborah, Scottsdale, Speaker Mike Combo, KF7 OJP. Okay, Roger, Roger, Deborah. Um, Kilo Echo 7, Whiskey Hotel Echo, please come. Gilbert, handheld speaker mic, KL, KE7, WHE. Okay, Roger, Joe. Uh, this is November 7, November Mike Delta, net control for the Air and Emergency Net, Maricopa. Um, November 7, uh, Papa Sierra Whiskey, please call. Name's Phoenix. No, the name's Paul. <laughs> I'm in East Phoenix, and uh, I like the CT44. N7PSW. Okay, Roger, East Phoenix. <laughs> um, K1LPI, please come. K1LPI, Dave, New River, a headset with an earpiece to cover one ear, a boom microphone, and possibly Vox. K1LPI. Okay, Roger, Dave. I've got you down. Uh, Kilo Fox 7, Romeo, Whiskey, Tango. Please go. JD, Anthem, and I prefer a single ear, hands-free headset, KF7, RWT. Okay, Roger, Roger. And on my list, finally, but um, certainly not... Um, Probably should have been the beginning. <laughs> uh, KF7 RCS, go ahead. This is KF7 RCS. The name here is Casey. And uh, I don't know that I have enough experience using an HT in any kind of real action to, to provide a uh, to provide a favorite accessory, but uh, just sitting here listening has given me uh, worlds of worlds of ideas, so I'm just uh, appreciating being along for the ride. KF7 RCS. Well, great to have you, Casey.
Um, that concludes my list. Um, alternate net control, do you have any fills or um, anything further before we get on with the uh, program here? Yes, uh, actually I had a for KB7YEB. I did not catch their name. If I could get their name for the log, please. KF7POH. Name here is Rich. Romeo India, Charlie Henry. Kilo Bravo 7, Yankee Echo Bravo. And that's all I have. I'll turn it back over to Net Control. KF7POH. Okay, well, thank you, James. Um, tonight is Handling Confidential Information Night. Um, this, is, this entails basically what, when you're on a, in a shelter or if you're in a drill, um, what kinds of information uh, do we pass, what kinds of information should we handle securely, and what kinds of information um, isn't needed to be handled securely, but also um, what kind of parties do we need to be concerned with that are listening, either next to us or on the other end of the radio. So um, um, let, me, let me just put it out to the group there. What kind of sensitive information are we talking about here? Um, if you're in a shelter environment, say in a drill or in an actual disaster, um, what kind of, of traffic will you be passing that will actually, um, that could cause damage if the wrong people hear it? Um, go ahead, by call sign. Uh, hold my please. N7LQK with an example. Yeah, and 7 LQK. This was not in a shelter situation, but um, many years ago in Flagstaff, we handled an emergency. My parents were um, on the nine, uh, were the ones that called 911. Um, a gentleman that did not have access to his house except for via snowmobile in the winter got home and found his mother unconscious. And so he called on the radio. We called 911. Um, he got the first batch of paramedics in to his house. But then he went back to wait for the ambulance. And while waiting for the ambulance, one of our other hams that was listening to the police or police or fire scanner or whatever got on and said, I understand the old woman died. That's how he found out his mother had passed away. Did not make a good impression since he was a new ham. Um, did not make a good impression for the police or fire either that found out about it. N7LQK. Okay, yeah, that's certainly certainly on my list here. Um, when we um, pass information and someone overhears and it could cause someone grief, whether it be the loss of a loved one um, that they find out this way or if it's just something incidental that uh, could cause them uh, either 
heartfelt loss, personal loss, or financial, or, um, or physical loss. There's many different ways. Um, I, does anybody else have any examples of other information that we have to be careful with? attention to, for instance, if there is a, a celebrity group that's uh, at an event, we may not want to draw attention to when they arrive and leave. Um, that might be something that news media on a scanner would pick up and then either abandon the event because the celebrity is no longer there or flock to a certain area and cause traffic problems. KS7CCC. Yep, that's absolutely true. And that comes close to um, another idea that you have. Um, can, has anybody here heard about uh, a law called HIPAA? It's a few years old now. And can you uh, describe what it's about? Alternate net control. This is uh, November 7, November, Mike Delta for the Airs and Emergency Net Maricopa. Go ahead, alternate net control. Uh, my experience working in the uh, EMS system uh, throughout the uh, state, uh, HIPAA is actually the uh, Health Information um, Privacy and Portability Act, and uh, anything that's protected as far as health, uh, anything that distinguishes somebody or can be used to identify them uh, would be considered HIPAA violation. This is KF7POH. Okay, Roger. Info, go ahead. A weak station also called at the same time as alternate net control to get your attention on Mount Ord. Uh, it was brief enough that it didn't even come through the link, but I'm listening on both sides. WB4ZKX. Okay, Roger. Uh, station calling on 9-2. Uh, uh, come again, please. Nothing heard on the word proceed. WB4ZKA. Roger, Roger. Thanks for being alert, Mike. I'm in the middle of the city now, and I cannot hear Mount Ward very well. So, uh, thank you for that. Um, is, is there anybody else who wants to comment about HIPAA laws? Um, specifically, there's one named HIPAA law. Um, anybody else have any information on this? WB4ZKA. Go ahead, Mike. Dan, it's my understanding that the HIPAA laws apply to um, uh, healthcare professionals and that it does not apply to, uh, well, 
healthcare non-professionals like ourselves. So I'm I'm available to be corrected, but it's that's my understanding of HIPAA. WB4 ZKA. Okay, there were two stations there. Um, there was one on 9-2, KF-7 station on uh, Mount Ord. Go ahead, please. identifiable information, um, but the rules apply to what are called covered entities, and there's a rather broad spectrum of covered entities under the statute. It includes uh, a broad range of what are called health care providers, and that's the usual doctors, dentists, chiropractors, nursing homes, pharmacies. It also includes health plans, and those can be regular health insurance companies, HMOs, uh, including government programs like Medicare and Medicaid. Uh, but moreover, it includes the clearinghouses, and those are the people that hold the databases. So the, the, those are the only people that can be prosecuted uh, uh, under the HIPAA Act. So, and, and that would include, for example, a, a, an EMS or a fire department because they're going to be a health care provider. Uh, Kilo Mike, 3 November. Roger, is there another station in there? KF7 NMX. KF7 NMX, go ahead. I don't have any uh, specific first hand experience beyond one uh, situation, but having worked for a company that did uh, billing processing, uh, basically uh, printing and stuffing envelopes with medical invoices, uh, we were definitely uh, very much uh, held to the rules of HIPAA violations. More than once, that company got hit with a few, uh, we'll call them hefty fines. KF7 MMX. KE7 VIN. Yeah, KE7 VIN, go ahead. Yeah, and make this a late check-in for me. Um, uh, while we may not be covered as amateur radio operators by HIPAA in that we might not be able to be fined ourselves, the agencies for whom we are working at the time may very well be. And so uh, uh, we need to be careful because we could make them liable for a fine uh, or, or some kind of uh, a penalty. If, uh, if we don't follow uh, certain rules. So we need to know what their rules are uh, when we start, uh, when we, uh, um, yeah, when, when we uh, are operating uh, in uh, uh, their service. KE7 uh, VIN. KE7 VIN, go ahead. Yeah, I don't handle um, 
patient information. And, a, you know, a patient is anybody, um, any person who's being treated at all. So um, if you have a, um, if you have a hangnail um, and you may not want everybody to know you have a hangnail for whatever reason, um, but that could scale up to you may have um, a, a brain lesion or whatever. The, the question came up, um, if you're in one state, you can say, well, Joe Schmo had this problem, and that would have been legal. Um, in another state, it would have been illegal. So the HIPAA laws came out as a way to say, in all the states, this is the minimum amount of, um, of information that can be put out of, about a person. And it really breaks down to, um, you know, if somebody has a problem, a medical problem, you need to keep from passing on enough information that you can figure out who it is, is basically very simply what it boils down to. And um, that's, that's one way. It's a good rule to figure out what kind of information you should pass and what kind of information you shouldn't pass. You just think to yourself, can I figure out who this person is by this information or should this not go over voice radio and should we just call this in instead? So that's, that's um, where the HIPAA laws came from. Now, there's, there's other people who could get information um, can anybody else give me an example of who would want information um, that you'd hear over a radio? Um, go ahead with your call sign, please. KF7IBQ. Yeah, KF7IBQ, go ahead. Yeah, the HIPAA laws uh, would be protecting personal information, the PI, from identity theft primarily is why that was set up. So the Anybody that would perpetrate identity theft would be very interested in getting social security numbers, um, also your health insurance information, date of birth, etc. KF7IVQ. Roger, Roger, that's true also. Um, anybody have any example of, um, of people who would want information that we would accidentally over the air here? KE7 VIN. KE7 VIN, go ahead. Well, one uh, group that comes to mind very quickly is the press. Uh, I think in uh, large disaster situations, or probably many times that we don't know about it, the press is listening. And uh, there are some things that may go out over the air, or could go out over the air, we have to uh, be aware that that could end up in the paper the next day which, again, may be why our uh, served agencies might not be happy with that going out over the years. So that's uh, one thing to think about is that the press is always listening. KE7VIN. N7NTM. Yeah, N7NTM, go ahead. Another group of individuals, I'll call them, that might be listening that you don't necessarily want to have all the information out is your common thief. You really don't want to put out that, hey, I'm going to be out of town from such and such a date to such and such a date for the exact same reason. You have no idea who might be listening at any given moment. N7 NTM. 
Okay, that's that's uh, Roger. That's uh, absolutely true. And the the um, a thief would want to have a to take personal uh, property away from you or to damage you or your loved ones. Um, what kind of um, what does the media want from us um, necessarily? KF7CCC, go ahead. Well, I would guess they would want to get information that their competitors didn't have, so exclusive information that uh, other media organizations didn't get. Um, they'd want to get any details they could. Um, and if they can come up with a more complete story or a more exclusive story, they will. KF7CCC. Yep, that's absolutely right. Because their job is to um, is to propagate information. That's what they're there for. They do a good job at it, and that is their job. They're not bad people. That's their job. Um, and one other leading question: um, What kind of methods can they use to um, get this information? KF7CCC, go ahead. I think the other one was also net control, so I'll just give one item, which is they can listen over your shoulder as you're transmitting at an event or uh, in a shelter. KF7CCC. Absolutely, and I'll give an example of that in a second, but uh, alternate net control, go ahead. Actually, I didn't have traffic. I believe that was somebody calling net control. I'm not sure it was uh, covered. KF7POH. Hey, Roger. Station calling. Go ahead. hear what you said, and that's a very, very good point. Um, that was an example of illegal activity, and that's very rare, but it did happen. That was when um, um, News Corp employees hacked into cell phones um, via uh, mainly social engineering. Um, you will, probably won't see that here. These guys in town are, are nice. They're just trying to do their job. Um, but I, I want to point out there's um, two ways that the media can get information from us that you have to be aware of. Um, one is listening by scanners. They have um, literally a wall of scanners um, just scanning every band and frequency you can think of. And they're probably listening to us now. So high channel 3, high channel 5, and high channel 12. And I will bet you they are listening to us right this second. Um, you need to remember that at all times when you're at a disaster area. Um, and also, 
they can ask you questions. I was at a um, shelter, and the shelter was just opening, and we had some people who had gone in that were um, injured and wanted some privacy, and we weren't authorized to say whether these people were in there or not. Um, and I watched while a person in the media walked in and said to somebody else, um, if there were plenty of cots left today, and the, the um, shelter worker said there were plenty of cots available um, because there aren't very many people here. So what the um, person found out, what the media person found out was, yes, there were pop there was people in the shelter, not a whole bunch, but there may be some more coming in. Um, and so they can ask questions that may catch you off guard, but you have to remember your, your place and, and remember your served agencies. So that's a good example. Um, one other way, way they can um, get information from us, um, Mike, uh, um, just forgot your call sign. <laughs> Mike, can you tell me what you heard in the background when I was checking people in? I heard uh, news reports. I heard uh, at least a female voice giving reports on uh, the happenings around the valley. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't, uh, though I strained, I could not hear details uh, in between your words. Uh, but if it had been louder and you had more dead time on your microphone, I would have been able to pick out everything that was going on in the room with you. WB4 is that KA. Yeah, that was an example that um, when you're in an environment, um, you may be trying not to hear something, but everybody else on the other side of the radio is trying very hard to hear something. And um, that's a source of information leak, which is why I asked, um, what's your favorite um, type of microphone accessory? Um, when you're in the field, you have to remember um, you know, who's listening and what information is coming out of your microphone at all times. Um, because people will, people will hear around you, and um, people will hear what is going in your microphone, too. So that was a couple examples there. Um, also, um, KB7YEB um, was also listening with um, his packet equipment, and unfortunately I wasn't able to make it work, but if he would have been able to pick up um, packet radio signals um, through my microphone. So that also means that um, if someone has a computer and there's digital traffic at all, whether it be a, a modem or um, packet radio or just um, the, the tones coming from Phoenix Radio Dispatch, um, you can, you can con decrypt even more with a, uh, with a computer, and that's something to remember also. Um, next question is, what, what other parties should we guard it against? Um, do you have any examples of um, people who could be hurt by the um, an information leak like we've been talking about? KE7EUL. KE7EUL, go ahead. Good evening. My name here is Travis. Go ahead and check me in. I was thinking of military, of military and law officers, KE7EUL.
Yeah, Roger, that's something to consider. Um, okay, moving on. Um, how can we avoid having bystanders hear the wrong thing? Can, can anybody give examples of when you're in a situation where you have, you've got noise all around you, um, you may have people screaming in pain, and you have to get a bit of traffic, and you've figured out how to phrase it properly, um, what do you do to make sure that the right things go over the microphone? LQK. LQK, go ahead. One thing is try to find some place quiet. Um, maybe a restroom would be a good place, although you probably want to check and make sure that there's nobody else in the restroom with you that might overhear. But, um, a restroom would be, well, a restroom or a closet or some place like that where you can get a quiet section would help. N7LQK. That's absolutely right. Um, one thing I've always said, and people laugh at me, but no one knows you're in the bathroom talking on the radio unless you tell them. So that's good to know. That's a very good, it's absolutely 100% um, valid place to go if you need some privacy to to say things over the radio. Um, any other examples of um, where, to, where to go or what to do to keep people from hearing the wrong things? WB4ZKA. ZKA, go ahead. Yeah. Be cautious of the bathroom. It has a very distinctive echo and the rest of us know it and usually take full advantage of it <laughs> when we hear it. <laughs> WB4 ZKA. Well, yeah, um, yeah. If you're at an event and Mike is net control, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if, if there's um, if there's a big problem and you need to get away, that's that's a good solution. You may get razzed for it later, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, as other examples, I've got, um, you can turn your volume down, um, walk away from people, and it's been brought up about um, using um, words like um, to, to hide the meaning about what's going on so that third parties don't hear. Does anybody have any con uh, comments on, on that? WB4ZKA. Uh, two stations. I, I heard Mike. Was there another station in there? KF7CCC. KF7CCC, go ahead. One thing you can do is uh, use phrases which uh, may not minimize the problem, but don't maximize it. So rather than saying, there's a guy with uh, blood spurting out of his artery, you could say there's a person in trouble and let it go at that uh, and just say needs medical attention uh, or needs medical attention as soon as possible. KF7CCC. Okay, 
That is an excellent example. Um, I know the fire department and the police departments have um, they have ten codes and other words that they use to generalize the problem. They they don't minimize the severity, but they also don't give enough detail to where um, it'll cause people to come running or for other people to you know get worried about it excessively. Um, the FCC says no secret words. Um, NIMS, which is the um, well, you should know about NIMS. <laughs> it's um, it, it, it's a national um, program to try to get. Oh, how do I explain it? I didn't plan to explain NIMS tonight, but also we're NIMS basically said that we're all supposed to um, be talking without any code words between agencies, so that the police know what we're saying and uh, we understand the police. If something, if we have to get together and work together, um, so. If there's something happens, you just uh, say say it without maximizing it. He's absolutely right. Um, another point is, what other kinds of information leakage could we accidentally cause? Think of yourself if you're in a shelter somewhere and you have all this information around you and you're thinking smugly to yourself, oh, look how cool I am. I'm in the middle of the thick of it. Um, can anybody give me... Any examples of what information that would be um, that you need to safeguard? WB4 or ZKA? ZKA, go ahead. I'm not exactly sure where you're headed here, but uh, I believe that Rich Langevin would certainly support if we're if we're called in to help uh, and provide communications from, as you said, the thick of things. Uh, anything of our own volition has no business going over the air. Our job is to uh, relay messages specifically from the organization we're supporting not make up traffic on our own. WB4 is that KA. W7KMG. Here's some good input. W7KMG, go ahead. Thanks, Dan. Hey, you know, one of the, the things you're talking about, about uh, making it, you know, it generic, that doesn't always work. And the reason I say that is if, uh, if you're uh, summoning medical um, assistance, you may need to tell them that you know you've got bleeding, you've you know got a stroke, you got a heart attack, you got altered level of consciousness, whatever it is, for the simple fact that uh, you know, medical personnel are going to need what kind of uh, resources that they need to send. So you know you might have to step up a little bit. And as far as what kind of information shouldn't be passed, you know, there's really no reason that we need to be passing names. Um, you know, if you just say uh, you know the patient's a white male, 35 years of age. Uh, something like that. If they need that information, that would probably be enough. W7KMG. M7LQK. Yeah, LQK, go ahead. You need to pass information, I'm not sure exactly how to word this, but basically from people who are authorized to give you information to pass 
we had a situation at Special Olympics when I was in Flagstaff where one of the coaches came up and said, so-and-so is missing. Can you find him? Well, great, we have a Special Olympian missing. Well, they put that out. The, the people running the um, station there put that out. And now we have people at the Snowball and the Nordic Center and the Flagstaff um, High School and the ice rink all looking for the Special Olympian that's missing. Well, the coach didn't say, you know, that the Special Olympian's been here, but now he can't find him, which meant that there's no chance he's going to be at the snowball. Um, and the, the ham radios were not authorized to put out information from that person, so I don't know if I'm making sense of what I'm trying to say. Basically, you need to make sure you know who you should be giving information, getting information from to give out. Um, so you don't cause a bigger problem than it was. N7LQK. Yeah, I understand. I think what you're saying is that um, when somebody says that there's an issue, um, you need to confirm what they want to say uh, and where they want to put the information to. Uh, we don't simply just broadcast information wildly. So we're, we're an information type not necessarily um, um, a broadcasting. So that, yeah. Um, what, what kinds of things did, would you have done to um, make sure that what went right? What, what do you think you could have done? What do you think you could have done now in retrospect? asking me. Luckily, I was not the one that passed that, but um, there is an impression that the person with the radio knows everything, and if you don't believe that, wear your HT into, into some store, um, or your scanner into some store, um, so find out you know, who the person was, what they were looking, you know, the Olympian that they were looking for where they had seen the Olympian last. Um, we did have situations where Olympians got on the wrong buses and they needed to be um, ferried back. But um, they were usually caught a little faster than the lost. So you need to know who you can actually get information from. And um, like I said, and, you know, if someone's coming to you for help, you can certainly help them. But that doesn't mean it has to go out over the air and 7LQK. Okay, yeah, that's some very good advice. Um, any other comments on that tonight? Okay, well, on that note, it's past 10 o'clock, so we probably should wrap it up. Um, tonight is was handling confidential information night. Um, we looked at what exactly is the, the problem with hand, the problems with handling confidential information. Um, you may be on a disaster site. You have to think who's listening and what's going on over, over your radio, not necessarily just your voice. Um, what kinds of sensitive information were we talking about? Uh, 
who's listening on, who could be listening on the other side, and uh, and I gave an example of it, it was actually very difficult to give the example of television in the background giving all sorts of local information, but that uh, very well could have been just a, a dispatcher or a crying a crying mother who just lost her child. So we just have to think about what's going out of a radio, um, who's listening on the other side, and we just have to manage that information flow. Uh, is, are there any other comments on this before we close on that tonight? Okay, hearing none. Um, are there any announcements for the net? Uh, if so, call call now with your call sign only, please. Roger, Roger. This is November seven, November Mike Delta for the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa. Um, next week's topic. Does anybody on frequency have information on next week's topic? WB4ZKA. ZKA, go ahead. I was hoping Rich would pick that up. Uh, Rich, KB7YEB will lead us in the role of HF in uh, public service communications. High frequency bands, the, I, well, commonly the 80 through 10 meter bands. We don't use them a lot, clearly, on this repeater, but <clears throat> there is a role that HF over-the-horizon communication serves, and Rich Langevin, nudge, nudge, will be leading us. WB4 or ZKA. Okay, roger, roger. Um, is there, at this point, I need to uh, find a net control, an alternate net control for uh, next week. I want to thank... I want to thank um, Net Control tonight very much for all the work he did, uh, especially since I had a bit of a computer malfunction. But this goes to show exactly how valuable alternate net controls are and, um, and how much we need them. Is there anybody who would like to volunteer for next week? I'm not letting you guys off that easily. Who would like to be alternate net control for next week? I'm, I'm, I'm sure James would, uh, would put in a good word for how much fun it is. Info. Info, go ahead. I nominate James if he's up for it. WB4 or ZKA.
WTOH, uh, is net control. Are you, are you still listening? Okay, well, we may have scared him off. <laughs> but uh, James did a good job, and I do, do really appreciate him being there. Alternate net control is uh, really an invaluable thing when you're net control. Um, if anybody would like to, uh, go ahead and email uh, any of us, um, and we can uh, set you up. Otherwise, uh, stop by next week and volunteer. Um, all stations, well, let's see, we're going down here. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of this net and other net information at www.alphaechonovember-mikealpharomeo.org. For more information on Arizona Aries, go to www.azarl.org slash secure. Go sign up for practical hands-on experience in public service events with the Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg.net. And while you're there, click on the AZ HamServe button on the front page to sign up for the Arizona HamServe email group to receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all net stations for participating this evening. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thank you also to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use this repeater. And thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control, November 7, November Mike Delta, closing the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, and recurring, returning the frequencies and auto patch to general amateur radio use. Have a good night. And season's greetings is what this says. But Happy New Year, everybody. This is N7NMD.